Hello, everyone. This is Nina with the Doll Parts Podcast, reporting from my studio apartment in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, staying inside all day. I'm healing from an eczema flare-up, so I'm taking it um, chill. I'm not drinking. I'm kind of just taking it like slow for this week because um, that's what I have to do when I have a flare-up and because I was kind of going wild for a little bit so I could be good um to heal up so whatever um just eating like quinoa and like feta cheese and spinach and like water so um that's what I do so if you have eczema that's kind of what you have to do when you flare unfortunately like and I was just too wild like I've been like drinking every weekend and I don't think that's good for my body and I've been eating pretty bad like I literally had pizza a lot like two weeks ago and I don't, I haven't had pizza before that for like three years. And I literally ate pizza for like three days. And so I think that's that. I think literally, literally, um, when I eat, I think pizza is like the worst food for me to eat because it's cheese and gluten and tomatoes. And like, I think I'm pretty allergic to all those things, even though I think it's kind of bad. But anyway, I'm trying to be good and like, because I'm tired of having eczema. Anyway, so whatever. We're not talking about eczema. Um. And I've been working on getting my real estate license again, okay? Like, cause, okay, for real, I failed. <laughs> I failed my test so hard. And so I gave up for a while because I'm like, you know what? Fuck real estate. Like, it's only basic bitches who do it. And now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I just need to finish it. So I'm doing it again because I, I actually was so close to passing. I had, like, I was, like, two or three questions off each time. Like, I literally was, like, so close. And so... I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking do it again. And I'm gonna get my license and I'm gonna be like one of these baddies who have cute little outfits and sell houses. And like, I don't give a fuck, okay? Like, I don't care what anyone thinks about being in real estate. I, or even if I don't, I just have it, you know? So I'm focusing on that again. It's actually not even that hard. It was just, I was really lazy last time. Like, I'm being real. Like, I'm being honest with you. Like, I was really lazy and I wasn't putting effort into it. So now I am. So anyway, so yeah, I'm just like chilling this weekend. So I had a few things I wanted to talk about, and this is a very, very casual discussion because um, I don't have, you know, when I do these, I don't have fucking PowerPoint presentations on for, for me to like go by, you know, like I don't give a fuck, like I'm just talking with what I know. And I've, there's been some stuff that's happened that kind of pertained to me a little bit or I related to. So first on the list is um, Hunter Biden. Now, I've been simping for Hunter Biden for a while. I would say like over a year, like maybe almost two years. Um, he's like my type. I don't know. I like just physically, like I like guys who are older. Obviously, we, we know. We know I like older guys. Like it's not even a fucking thing. Like I hate when people make it a big deal that I like older guys. I don't care. Like I literally don't care. Like you just don't get it. Like, literally, I'm not physically attracted to guys in their 20s. Like, please try, uh, besides, like, Anwar Hadid, is that his, how do you say his fucking name? Anwar Hadid, yeah. He's very cute. Anwar Hadid is very cute. I would date Anwar Hadid, but I think that's probably, like, the only boy in his 20s that I would date. Like, that's, like, the only one. Um, so besides that, like, I'm just not attracted to guys, and I just have a thing for older, I, I just do, I don't give a fuck, I'm, I, I don't give a fuck anymore, like, everyone knows, I tried keeping it, like, private for a long time, like, but, like, my fan, like, everyone knows, like, it's not even, like, a secret anymore, so, like, I don't give a fuck, 
But anyway, so Hunter Biden physically is my type. And I like love kind of wild people, you know, it just, it just, it's just my brain. I just love people like that, like him. And I just, you know, he's funny. He's entertaining. Like he's just, you know, and the way the media doesn't give a fuck or is trying to hide it is just also so entertaining. And of course I was saying shit about Hunter Biden for like over a year, way over a year. And now everyone is posting about how he's the ideal man. And this is what I literally said. Like I have screenshots, whatever. And uh, my opinion on all his stuff is like, I don't care. Like I literally don't care. And as I said before, um, on my, my Instagram page, I had a post saying that he's basically a representation of a lot of men. And I think that I, I remain, um, I, I agree with that position a lot. I think that he represents a lot a lot a lot of men and most men just don't have access to the money the time or you know uh to to do what he does and um they don't have it publicized if they do but I think that's what a lot of men do especially when they get to that age like in their 40s or so like and they feel like their life's lame and they have like a midlife crisis or whatever like I feel like doesn't most guys they they kind of go a little wild And I think as women, we just have such a hard time understanding men. Like we really, because I think that we don't understand, this is what we don't understand. We don't understand how there's such high expectations for women, beauty wise, right? Like men want a guy that looks like this and this and this, you know, like, and it seems like these standards are so high. And then we see a guy like Hunter Biden or whoever, and they're fucking like the ugliest, I mean, there could be worse, but like very unattractive prostitutes. And even in general, like, there's this YouTube channel that interviews, like, local homeless people near me, and most of the women are, like, they're, like, we're prostitutes, and they say how much money they make, and it's insane. Or, like, you'd think, why would anyone have sex with them? And it's like, well, guys don't really care when it comes to having sex, because we don't understand. Like, for women, our attraction and sex go hand in hand, but for men, it doesn't necessarily. Like, for most men, it, it really doesn't. So, like, if you're, you know, on drugs especially, and you're just trying to get your dick wet and party or something you're gonna do a woman that's like you know like that because it's not embarrassing it's just like it is what it is and you don't see them as like a person basically um so yeah like that I think that's what confuses us a lot but anyway so I you know he didn't do anything illegal he's not a pedophile like that's so cringe people like all the people in the group that was like sharing the stuff they were like this girl's underage, and it's, like, she just, she had, like, full-blown tattoos and piercings, like, this is obviously, maybe she's in her early 20s, but she's not underage, like, what the fuck, like, and then saying it's, like, his relative, it's, like, what the fuck are you talking about, like, shut up, you're stupid, um, so, yeah, so that's my opinion on Hunter Biden, and I do think he's hot, and I I just like him, I just, I don't know, I'm I'm very sympathetic to men in general, I think I talked about that in my other podcast, how some people are, like, healers, actually, or, like, they just understand men or something, and I feel like I'm one of those people, like, I just feel bad, and I'm, I don't know, I just think I'm more empathetic to men than most people are, so, um, the next thing that was on my list was the Lauren Southern EP video, and I actually watched it, because I had, when I was told about it and saw tweets about it, I had a very negative view of it, which I still kind of do, but, um, I decided to listen to it, obviously, I did, like, 2x speed, like, I was trying to zoom through that shit, (laughs) But it was fairly, you know, I would say entertaining, and she did a good job writing it. Like, it didn't, it felt like, um, like it made sense, you know? Like, it felt, it, it went well, like, it flowed really well. 
And I think I'm sympathetic to her considering her age when she entered all this stuff because I was around that age too and I was very naive and idealistic and you actually believe what you believe and then you're like, oh, people don't believe what they believe. And it's shocking. Um, But I think that at a certain point, like, you know (laughs) what's going on. Especially, I mean, she was around very high-profile people like Milo. And uh, my experience was more low-key. Like, I was around a lot more local politics and local organizations and local meaning state, I guess. Um, And there was a lot of stuff going on that was really weird. But, you know, I don't want to talk about it publicly because I just just think it's unnecessary. And I think whenever you have a situation like this... um, Silence is a virtue in any situation. Um, I think unless you're going an illegal route, so unless something's like you're suing someone, you're pressing charges, like I think in those cases like that you should speak up. Like if somebody commits a crime against you, like if somebody assaults you, uh, you know, promotes like lies about you and it's defamation, like whatever it may be, like you should pursue it legally. If something can't be pursued legally, I feel like it is drama. And when you post something on Twitter, it has the same, if not more, consequences than legal documents being released about an impending legal case. So the damage that you can do to someone by posting it on Twitter is honestly the same, if not more, than actually pressing charges, even if it's something that's not necessarily illegal. So I think that it should be taken with um, care and um it should be really thought about before you do that. And I think for women, we are communicators. Um, we That's how we protect ourselves is by communicating. So that's why we like communicating by, you know, saying this person did this or like we talk about it. We don't really fight. We, you know, we don't fight physically. We fight with our words and our communication skills are really important. And that's understandable. And I think that being in her position, she obviously experienced a lot of shit that was fucked up. I'm sure a lot of stuff she never mentioned But I think it's best to keep your mouth shut. And I think if she only focused on Milo in the video, um, it would be better. Um, I think mentioning Paul Joseph Watson was kind of stupid. And I think that was kind of dumb. I think she shouldn't have done that. Um, And some of the other people. But also, like, Milo and Tommy Robinson are completely irrelevant now. Like, who even, like, they're just, they're not, you know what I mean? Like, and so I think for her... I understand why she did it because she wanted to protect her reputation and I think she communicated it well like the replies were all very mostly very positive you would think they would be dunking on her but it was pretty positive response I think this goes along with the popularity now toward the trad calf type of thing where you know a guy being gay like Milo was or someone being like a cokehead or horny or whatever is considered negative you know like you're considered a coomer and a drug addict And those now are negative. Back then, conservatism, there was, like, the cool conservatism, like Milo did, where it was, like, you know, we were proud boys, like, who were kind of, like, um, I don't know what word to use, like, kind of degenerates, you know, and that was, like, the popular thing, and now it's more of, like, the religious, you know, revival, and I think that kind of smoothed it over because a lot of those people didn't like Milo, Um, a lot of these, like, modern, you know, online conservatives or Republicans, they don't like Milo, and they don't like Paul Joseph Watson necessarily or um, Tommy Robinson. So I think that that helped her out too um, in terms of like the response that she got. But I just think in general, the best 
the best, best thing to do is to be quiet. And sometimes some things are best left unsaid. And I think there should be less than people. Like, she's going to have difficulty now. It doesn't really matter because I'm sure she has a lot of money. Like, I'm sure she, you know, whatever, has a wealthy husband or something. But, like, nobody's going to want to work with her. Like, even if she's justified in releasing these DMs and releasing these messages, people still will have in the back of their head, like, this girl releases messages. And she's not a girl, she's a grown woman. Like, she releases messages. So it's, like, it's just not a good thing. Like, right now, like, privacy is, like, the biggest virtue. And it's the best thing you can have to your name is somebody being, if, if you're private and you don't, you know, spread information that's private because now everyone does it and everyone has access to screenshot or record. Um, and I'm sure if somebody is sort of in the public eye or even if you're not, like, you are distrusting, like, will the person record me or will they screenshot what I say or will they try, like, there's all these things. So whether or not Milo was right or wrong, and I think he probably was wrong, like, it seems like she had good evidence for that, I just think, like, it's not worth putting that out there. Because the people that are going to dunk on her, you know, and troll her are going to do it regardless. Like, I don't think it's really changing anyone's mind. The people who like her are going to continue liking her, and the people that don't like her are going to continue not liking her. And so that's my opinion. I think that the damage that's done to reputation isn't worth the um, the drama or worth the uh, trying to um, explain yourself or put it in context. I think it was nice hearing about how she started politics and with Rebel Media. Like, I thought that was very interesting. I didn't know that about her. Um, and I think that was good. I saw Paul Tallon tweeted how she has stuff removed from the internet. I'm also very curious. Um, I would love to have stuff removed, like, on my name, um, so I don't know how they do that, like, I want to professionally, like, go by a different, like, number, like, in real life, I like my name, though, I don't know, I, part of me does want to, like, legally, like, kind of change my name, because this is going to sound, like, really immature, but I don't know, like, when people Google me, especially when I start, like, I don't know, like, if I have a legit career, like, all my name be different, like, I don't know, like, of course, people can find you, I knew one guy who, went to prison and you know like over a decade later he had a very professional job and he was out of all that situation he did his time and literally people like a somebody below him at work who didn't like him tried blackmailing him and told him like I'm going to show everyone that your mug shot and I'm going to show everyone what you went to prison for and blah 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 because you know it's all public if you try googling hard enough you'll find it you know and basically he said that the managers they talked or like I don't think they were called managers whatever like supervisors talked to him and he explained it and they didn't really care because like that's you know how it is like he's allowed to work it's not like he was like I don't know like a sex offender or something like it was he did his time and it's over and so then he just like went to all of his co-workers and was like you know look this is me and this is what I did and I did my time and that's that you know so People can find out everything, and, you know, it can suck. It can really have negative consequences, but it is what it is. Um, Yeah, so, I don't know. Okay, what was my next topic? Um, Let me think. I got a Cerno retweet, so I'm getting my Twitter's blowing up with a bunch of boomers, which I love. I love boomers. I love, um... um, Boop, boop, boop. Let me see. 
like there's time with homeless people. I don't know, it's it's bad in Phoenix. Um, I work in a kind of ghetto area, like not, you know, I, I love working where I work because it's, it's I don't know, I, it's very humbling. And also I live in kind of a ghetto area. It's actually nice because I live in like a little, a little pocket that's like quirky and like gay and like hipster. Like, I mean, literally gay, like, there's, like, a gay church across from me, <laughs> like, literally, um, but, I, I mean, it's still really ghetto, like, I can't walk outside at night or anything, like, it's very unsafe, um, but, yeah, so, it's, like, really scary, because you want to be nice, and I used to be very, like, oh, I don't mind the homeless people, like, you know, I just, I smile at them, and I try to be nice, like, I don't, or you ignore them, but no, it's, they're scary, like, I literally, this story is, like, insane, like, and it's 100% real, so my work has two spaces, and it's, like, kind of, I don't want to explain too much, but basically, it's outside, like, part of it, the door goes outside, you know, like, an entrance door, so I went, I, I opened, I was, like, leaving the room, I guess I'll say, I don't want to describe it too much, and I was locking the door behind me, and I turn around, and, like, five feet from me is a homeless guy, and he has some sort of, like, metal pipe, I would say. I don't know. It looked like a car part or something, but it was definitely metal. Like, it was it was a metal object that was, like, a pole and maybe, like, a foot or two long. And he literally, like, I'm saying he swear to God, he's, like, five feet from me. He just looked at me, and I didn't say anything. I just turned around, and then he throws it at my head. And it misses by, like, a few inches. And then he starts, like, running around the, the um, parking lot. And, like, these people who work at another shop, they, like, saw it. And they were, like, what the fuck? And I was going to call the, like, I tried telling people I work with. And they literally didn't even care. But, like, I was, like, oh, my God. Like, I literally almost got, like, assault, like I don't know, assaulted or seriously injured or killed. Like, it's insane. And so after that, I definitely and more suspicious, and more, like, careful, because I never knew they would be capable of that. One time, I tried giving a homeless guy food. I had, like, an extra sandwich from work, and he was, like, on the side of the, um, uh, road, and, um, I was in the left lane to turn, um, to get on whatever. I was, like, getting off the highway or something, and I, like, offered to give him the sandwich, and, like, it wasn't dirty or something, it was, like, packaged up and everything, like, it wasn't eaten, it was, like, I gave him, like, a half-eaten sandwich, but either, even so, like, whatever, and then he was just, like, oh, do you have, do you have, like, a lighter, and I'm, like, no, I don't have a lighter, and he's, like, oh, and then he just, like, took the, he was, like, pissed off at me, and he still took the sandwich, but he was, like, mad, like, he wasn't grateful, so it's, like, they don't, they just want their drugs, and they just want, um, you know, money for drugs, and, like, a little bit of food. Behind my work, there was, like, this little alley type of thing, and a bunch of homeless people made, like, had a little tent situation going on there where they lived together. They would start fires to, like, cook food. Like, they're, like, they're, like, cavemen, literally, um, and eventually what happens is the police just move them, but then they just go somewhere else, or they'll end up coming back in a few weeks, you know, um, behind my building as well. Like, they started a big fire, um, they've stolen license plates and cars. They stole my, like, what are they called? Hubcaps. They've poked holes in, like, vehicles, um, gas tanks. Like, it's, it's, I mean, it's no joke. Um, and I have a really, I'm really paranoid working where I work. Um, 
because there was a while where I'd come to work really, really early and be outside really early. And, you know, you, those are when the crazies are out, especially like prostitutes and stuff. And yeah, and so uh, I've, I'm really paranoid of being like severely injured by one, you know, even before that pipe situation happened. Um, but I still am because, you know, you can't really control what they do. And you can't really tell them to leave. Like, they just wander around all day. Like, they'll go to different areas. Um, you know, maybe ride the bus or something to go somewhere else and then come back. Like, you know, they just have their little routine that they do. And you can't stop them. And so if they get angry or something or see you as a threat, they'll attack you. I had one guy I was pumping gas. This was, like, over a year ago. And he was like, are you film?" I wasn't filming him. And, like, I was just filming, pumping gas. And he was, like, probably, like, 20 feet away. We got a bus stop. And he's like, are you filming me? And and then he started running toward me. And so I just, like, really stopped pumping the gas, got the key, and, like, you know, drove off. But, like, if he's closer, you don't know. It's like that unfortunate NASCAR driver was stabbed by a homeless person. Like, it can literally happen. Like, these people are fucking bonkers they're literally bonkers like that's why they're not in a program because there's so many drug rehabilitation programs like it is insane like literally so many and um and homeless all that stuff there's tons of there's tons of resources and it's like it just doesn't work like we we need another solution and unfortunately the fentanyl is so bad here but like we need another solution because it's just ridiculous to just put up with it while they're continued to like move like they'll go to the nice areas of phoenix you know because they can they can have a bus you know eventually like the cops tell them to move where you know okay they'll go somewhere else and then they'll just come back you know um so it's a really unfortunate situation and it's it's i honestly don't think it has much to do with housing they say oh it has to do with housing these mfs make tons of money prostituting or doing odd jobs or um whatever stealing panhandling they make so much money like it really doesn't have to do with the money or excuse me with housing like that kind of shit I'm telling like I've said this before people get mad I'm like homeless people have the best life like they really do because all they need is a gym membership they can shower they could spend the whole day at the gym or wherever and or they can rent hotel rooms which are motel rooms which a lot of them do um like the ones that make a decent money that aren't completely strung out like they, they they don't pay taxes you know, like, they get to keep pocket all the money they make, like, I'm like, it's really not bad, like, they're, they're the ones most unaffected by all this shit happening, because all they need to pay for is their fucking drugs, you know, like, what, the price of a fucking big gulp goes up 10 cents, like, it's not doing that much damage, all the inflation stuff relates to the middle class and working people, like, they don't have to worry about rent, they don't have to worry about gas, they don't have to worry about food, really, like, it doesn't affect them, it's just the fucking drugs, and like gas station shit (laughs) so 